Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Way with Dusty podcast. Thanks for tuning in and taking a moment to uh, to listen to this episode. This one's going to be about setting yourself up for success in the future. I've talked about this before, but uh, I believe that there is another angle that can provide some encouragement and some help along your journey. Uh, me myself, I've spent you know over 25 years being obese, and I always went on diets that I ended up in the future failing at. And one of the biggest reasons why I was so discouraged and why I failed so much on my journey was the scale. I stepped on the scale and I let those 10 to 15 seconds control the rest of the 18 hours that I was going to be awake, the, the rest of the day, sometimes the rest of the week. The scale was very... Uh, dictating of my day. I would dictate how my emotions, how I would feel. Uh, Even today, I'll have moments where I will step on the scale and get frustrated with, man, the the weight hasn't dropped yet. Or um, I've been working really hard to build muscle and, you know, I have a body fat percentage scale. Like nothing's changed here. I've been working really hard. The scale has a very, very unfortunate way of dictating our attitude, our emotions, our our progress on our journey. It can completely remove us from the journey altogether with and just put us right back into our old habits. It it can deter a lot of what uh, we set out to do when we start our journey of losing weight or getting healthy. And the scale is just, you know, you don't want it around because you don't want it to do what it does mentally, but you know that you need it around because that's a way of measuring, you know, where you're at. How much do you weigh? I'm, you know, you go to the doctor's office, they're going to ask you how much you weigh. And based on how much you weigh, they're going to give you an opinion on whether you need to lose weight or gain weight and all that stuff. Now, one thing that I've done that's really changed versus my other journeys of losing weights, um, losing 75 pounds, losing, like I have these numbers in my mind of prior times that I've lost weight. I have the numbers in my mind because it was so number focused on the scale that I missed actually anything else going on. So if the scale didn't move, I was discouraged, but maybe something was happening within my body that I wasn't understanding. I was gaining more lean muscle mass, uh, I my clothes were fitting better. There's a, a number of things that change when the scale doesn't change. But this is where it really changed for me, and it, it it I guess it happened by accident. It wasn't intentional for me to kind of develop this plan that has now five years later really been a good compass or direction for me as far as a measurement of success or a measurement of where I'm at. But. When I started my journey, I started with walking, which I've mentioned. I, I only walked. That's it. That's all. I went. I tried for 10,000 steps. I knew I had to get at least 7,000. Uh, that was kind of the recommendation, uh, but I wanted to go for 10,000 steps. And so that was the goal. Now, I've read an article or I'd come across something that it takes 40 or 42 days to introduce a habit or to make a habit of something. And so for me, I was like, oh, that's six weeks. Okay, so every six weeks, um, you know, I'm gonna kind of measure where I'm at. Well, this is really the, the kind of the core of the, the episode is setting yourself up for success by not so much drowning yourself with what you see on a daily basis on the scale, but really taking a snapshot every six weeks. 
And I talked about a little bit, uh, I talked uh, about this a little bit on the prior episode, but I really want to expand on it because it's, it's important because this has a lot to do with mental health. So when we talk about mental health, we talk about having the mental strength and capacity to push past obstacles, to push past things that feel too like too much for us and being able to push past those things. When we talk about struggling with mental health, it, it, it speaks to, you know, I have, um, you know, as positive as I try to be uh, on Instagram and on TikTok and online and, and as positive as my message is, I'm historically a very negative person, a very critical of myself. I struggle with uh, negativity, kind of having that dark cloud. Uh, my wife is very instrumental in my life in helping work through that with me, but I'm a very negative person. And so it's kind of a di- different contrast versus, you know, me sharing messages and stuff like that. Um, but, but I'm just historically a very negative person. Well, what's happened is I've had to dig myself out of that negative mental health spots by finding ways that don't make it worse, but actually make it better. Something that makes it worse is if I weigh myself on a daily basis and I don't see the change I'm expecting, I'm going to get discouraged. I'm going to get negative and something may lead to something else to where I either step off, bingey, cheat on the diet. You know, I know I don't use the word, you know, cheat, but balance meals. But really when I'm starting my journey and before that kind of revelation came across or when I had been losing weight before, I had always called it a cheat meal or a cheat day. But, you know, it would lead for me to do something that was not going to continue to make me successful in this journey. And so a part of me setting myself up to combat the negative mental thoughts, to improve my overall mental health, was establishing positive reinforcement along my journey that would help. A part of that positive reinforcement for me was measuring, weighing, and doing any kind of capture every six weeks and utilizing those six weeks to really say, okay, at the end of these six weeks, I'm going to take a measurement. I'm going to take an accounting. I'm going to take a survey of how I did, what went well, what didn't go well, and how I need to change. Your weight loss journey, you're going to have to be intentional. You're going to have to be intentional about wanting to take care of yourself because if you're not intentional about it, then whatever ill intentions, uh, the either fast food industry, the diet industry, anything like that has, is going to deter us off of our journey. And so we have to be intentional with taking care of ourselves. Part of that intentionality is saying, you know what, what's going to encourage me on my journey and what's not going to, dis- uh, what's going to not discourage me. Part of my discouragement on my weight loss journey was weighing myself every day and not seeing the results that I want. Is that happening to you? Is that happening in your journey? Are you discouraged because the next day or the next three days, the next week, something didn't happen? Well, for me, what's really helped my mentality is measuring every six weeks versus measuring every day or even every week. The every six week marker really allows me time to get into the groove of whatever change is really going to happen. And this is why on prior episode, I've encouraged the journaling aspect of things is that I would really honestly encourage writing down, having a dialogue, doing a vlog, having a conversation about what those six weeks were about. If I were to talk about these past six weeks and the, you know, the prior episode talked about the kind of rough and tough of what everything is going on. If I were to take an account of the last six weeks, I would say, I was trying to establish some sort of consistency in a gym that was foreign to me 
It was a very weird, awkward situation. There weren't all the machines that I could really maximize what I've been able to do before, but it's something. Then I got into a commercial gym and probably towards the last two or three weeks, I've been really able, really able to get into my groove as I was in my groove in 2019. So I have taken a, an account for the last six weeks and know that it wasn't the best. And you know, stress-wise, and because stress releases cortisol and cortisol uh, and really high levels of it can really lead to um, a lot of excess weight kind of sticking or um, really huddling around the midsection area, which I'm experiencing. Um, so if I'm taking an account, if I'm taking an audit of the six weeks, it wasn't the best. I've experienced a lot of stress. I've experienced a lot of things that just weren't normal for me. So I can't expect the normal results of what I've seen or what I've experienced in 2019 because these past six weeks weren't like multiple six weeks that I was having in 2019 that showed me to be successful in what I was trying to accomplish. So what needs to change for me? Well, these next six weeks are gonna be really establishing Hey, I'm in my groove now at this gym. I enjoy what they have to offer. I'm gonna get into the groove of what made me successful before. I'm gonna get back to the basics. I'm gonna focus on those things and I'm gonna get right back to what's made me successful. So I know that the next six weeks, I'm gonna be positioned a little bit better than the last six weeks. You know, something might change in the next six weeks in regards to our move and our, our um, final destination with, with uh, Tennessee. If I'm thinking six weeks ahead of time, I've got to also think about the potential change of gyms. If we're moving to another area, another state, I've got to change gyms. Well, what gym am I going to go to? Another sensei uh, punching me in the stomach, or am I going to find a legitimate gym that I'm able to connect with? I've been doing that research now, doing a little uh, forethinking or kind of pre-thinking of what's to come. And, and all of that is setting me up for success in the future. So in relation to us, look back at the past six weeks. If you haven't seen success, or if you haven't seen the results that you've wanted, what potentially could have gotten in the way? What things went well? What things can you continue to do well? And what things, if they didn't go well, how can they change? That's why I talk about journaling, logging, vlogging, doing some sort of documentation, so that way you can position yourself for success. I mean, the, the hot topic around uh, town is, is vaccines and, and the, the talk about medicine. Oftentimes, whenever a, a study, uh, whenever some sort of drug, anything like that that's put out on the market, it's oftentimes put through a particular trial. And from that trial, they'll present results from it, they'll learn from it, and then move forward. We're going to know a lot more about what's going on and what has gone on in the past year and a half in two years from now. Because there's going to be a lot of testing. There's going to be a lot of understanding how it affects this and what happens here, we're going to know more in two years because there's going to be a documentation portion. There's going to be a documenting of what's going on so that we can learn. You've got to set yourself up like that on the journey and you've got to position yourself for success by finding ways that don't discourage you, but that encourage you. For me, it's every six weeks. I measure What's going on every six weeks? I measure the scale and how things are moving. I measure how I'm feeling, my mental health. It's the intentional intentionality that I mentioned earlier. You've gotta be intentional about this. And it's not like you've gotta do this forever. 
and I'm doing it now and I'm continuing to do it now. So when I say doing it forever, doing it as string, stringent and as intense as it's going to feel in the beginning, it's not going to be like that forever. For me, it's second nature because I've been doing it so long. If I were to ask you your route to work, you know, whenever before kind of we were all staying at home, if you were to drive to work, the first couple times were a little foreign, a little weird. Okay, where do I turn? Where do I go here? Where do I go there? But now it's probably second nature. You get into work, driving to work. You know that path. You know the way to get there. And so it's a lot easier. It's just second nature. It's not as difficult. The same thing with being intentional with your measurements and staying positive and minimizing discouragement, minimizing setbacks. All of that is going to seem like a lot of work up front, but over time it becomes second nature. That's where we want to arrive for long-term success on our weight loss journey and sustainability. We want it to be second nature that we're taking care of ourselves. We want it to be foreign or weird for us not to take care of ourselves. If I don't go to the gym for a couple days, it's weird. It's just, okay, this is weird. If I start eating off of what has made me successful and, and what the basics of what I enjoy is, it's weird. Going on vacation, it's weird. Like I'm not typically always eating like this or having this plan in place, it's weird. Getting to a place where it's second nature is gonna be tough at first. Gonna be honest and gonna be transparent. It's gonna be tough. But when it becomes second nature, it's almost like the set, the habit, the routine, the second nature is, it's probably not a word, I'm sorry, it is going to be on autopilot and it's going to help and, and position you. I know what's not going to make me successful in my journey. So it's second nature for me, uh, for me to go after the things that are going to make me successful. And it's weird for me to go away from those things. So I focus on what makes me successful and I don't deter and it's allowed me now five years later to not only, you know, lose the weight, but keep it off. You know, there's fluctuations, but essentially keep it off. And a big part of that is that second nature. It's that positioning myself for success. So really to kind of wrap up this episode is understand the things that discourage you and find ways to encourage yourself. If you're weighing yourself every day as an example, and it's discouraging you, stop weighing yourself every day. Don't weigh yourself every week if that's going to discourage you. Do it every six weeks. If you get discouraged, position yourself. Say after six weeks, you're discouraged. Position yourself to learn from the prior six weeks so you don't make it a negative impact, but you make it a, hey, these past six weeks, I didn't get the results that I wanted, but I now have six weeks of understanding of how this went. Sure, I can weigh myself and be discouraged on what the past six weeks have done, but I have learned that stress can be very impactful on me that moving across the country and not pre-thinking about a gym and pre-thinking about if I'm just going to settle for a cheaper gym that's not going to have all the equipment is that really going to help me be successful I've obviously learned in the past six weeks that that's not the case I'm learning from it so I'm not going to take it as a loss I'm going to take it as a lesson I'm learning from the fact that a commercial gym is going to be the best position for me to be successful now that the gyms are open minimize the discouragement and find ways to encourage yourself. If there is a way that you can measure yourself away from the scale, like how things fit, maybe you can do something you couldn't do before, walk longer, run longer, whatever it is, position yourself for success and position yourself for encouragement. And the every six week principle, if that's something that can really help you mentally and help and encourage your mental health, I would encourage you to do it. It's something that I never practiced in the multiple attempts of losing weight that I am now practicing that has really helped my mental health. 
And if this could potentially help your mental health by something that I've experienced, I wanna share it and I wanna get it out there. That instead of measuring yourself so much, minimize that, focus on you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing, get back to the basics, and try to provide encouragement for yourself along the way. So that way, when you do measure yourself every six weeks, not only are you learning from the things that you've done well, but also your setbacks. And you may even be encouraged because now you're not torturing yourself every day with weighing yourself on the scale. So I'm hoping this encourages you. I'm hoping this provides a little bit more insight as far as the journey to measure yourself every six weeks. I recommend it. If you need to do it every eight weeks, whatever's going to position for your mental health to be in a better position, I would encourage that and I would support that because at the end of the day, you can change physically, but mentally, if nothing changes, you're just going to go back to who you once were. You've got to be able to combat and go after the mental health. That is, that is more important than the physical because if you get the mental health in order, the physical is just going to be a, a byproduct. It's just going to happen after the mental health is taken care of. So hoping this encourages you again. Uh, thank you again to all those supporting us on a monthly basis. I uh, appreciate you. I will talk to you on the next podcast. Take care.